keeps on doing great things how many witnesses are in the building that Jehovah has done something wonderful for them amen now let's just take our seats just uh, brother Bram says the beauty of the church is the character of its people it's not the building, it's not the facilities, but the character of the people. Amen. Now, normally when I'm not around uh, traveling, people would visit here and later they would give me a call and say, hey, we had a blessed time at your church. The people there are very sweet. Uh, do you believe that you are sweet? Amen. Oh, I thought I'm talking about other people other than yourselves. Amen. And others would tell me that, hey, we moved from this church to that church. We did not feel welcome, but as soon as we stepped there, uh, the people just made us very, very welcome. Amen. Amen. Then I said to somebody, I say, it is because those people are not angels. They know that they were once imperfect, and now they are being perfected by God. So when somebody walks in, they cannot stare at you because they know where God took them from. Amen. If somebody looks down on somebody, it means that they have never been down there. If you have been down there, then you lift up somebody up. Isn't it so? Amen. So, and a lot of times, I normally get people that would say, this message is great. Why did I not meet this message when I'm before I made a lot of mistakes? I said you actually met the message at the right time because you are the one that would understand when we sing Amazing Grace. Because when you remember where the Lord took you from, how I many when they came into the message, they had the desire that hey, I wish that this message had come. When I was still younger, I could have avoided a lot of things. But let me tell you, Satan must never mislead you. You came at the right time. And what you had to go through, you had to go through in order to appreciate who you have become now. Amen. So we appreciated the Lord for everything. Brother Ivan and Sister Geraldine, if 
they are going to dedicate a baby. So let us sing uh, a baby song. <laughs> Amen. Somewhere I, I, I came into the message, I think I must have been 11 years somewhere, or 11 years here. Uh, this song I said, I missed a very important part. I wish I had come earlier so that they can say, bring them in while they are bringing me. Amen. A bundle of joy. <laughs> Amen. Come with us here. Hey, we all were a bundle of joy. God bless you, Sister Malaka. Amen. Bring them in. to baptize them after the service, the couple. So we spent time on Friday night and they said, ah, let's dedicate the baby after the baby. It's us that need to be baptized so that we become a Christian family. Amen. Let's read the scripture for little ones. St. Mark 10, verse 13. Mark 10, verse 13. And they brought young children to him that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. He took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, and blessed them. Not baptized them, but blessed them. Amen. Amen. But there 
in Egypt where we were, poor child, uh, I heard that another one even phoned a friend and said, I was there at church and another woman wearing a dress almost drowned me because the baby didn't understand baptism. Amen. So we dedicated the babies. Amen. John Lee. Yeah. Chong Lee. All right. This is the Korean name meaning special flower. Let's bow our heads. Gracious Heavenly Father, life comes from you. And Lord, when children come, we deem them to be a gift from you. And as much as you gifted us with children, we give the children back to you. Because, dear God, if we dare try to raise them in our own way, we're going to lose it. But if we are led and guided by you, we are bound to produce sound children that can be an example to the society. I'm laying my hands upon this child throughout the days of her life. May it always be reminded that there was a minister of the gospel that laid hands upon this child. Many times there are so many sicknesses, communicable diseases that doctors discover on daily basis. But the blood of Jesus Christ, it is still sufficient even for the diseases that are yet to be discovered. And I lay my hands upon this child. May you give the parents a sense of wisdom on how to raise this child so that when she comes of age, she can glorify God in her own right. As I commit her to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. God bless. Amen. God bless you. Can take your seats. Amen. Sister Geraldine says she was in another church called Lechte Hayes. Is it Lighthouse in Africans? I say, ah, is the Rechtegen. Amen. Yeah, because why? We follow this one. We don't just become a lechte haze. It must be a rechte one. Amen. Let's turn to our feet. Again, my Africans, brat, sister Lori. Amen. Let's just sing Amazing Grace. Where would I be? Where would you be? Where would you be? Yeah. Hey, our lives were such a mess. Our lives were such a mess. But until there was a heavenly pen that rewrote our lives through the blood of Jesus Christ. Now you can tell Satan, I'm not who I used to be. You may remember who I used to be, but I'm no longer there. Are you here, people? You do remember where you used to be. Ah, if we can look into your life, we will find some skeletons. Amen. But today we say those skeletons mean nothing. Because for every skeleton, there is the drop of the blood of Jesus Christ. Ah, we've got to be thankful that we are forgiven. Not only forgiven, but justified. As if we have never done it in the first place. Hey, this...
will be verse 1. I hope you don't mind. We can read it together. That is Job 38 chapter and the first verse of the book of Job. God bless you, Sister Bekimoyo. Amen. Welcome back. Amen. Is it found? Amen. Then the Lord, yeah, I think we're going to have a good amen corner this side. Amen. A healthy amen came from this side. Amen. In Baptist, they normally allow elders to sit here for amen corner. And then if you drowse, then they take you to the back. Amen. Let's read it. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. And said, Who is this that darkens the counsel by weights without knowledge? Who is this that darkens the counsel by weights without 
Get up now, thy loins like a man. For I will demand of thee. And answer thou me. Where was thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding. Who hath laid the measures thereof? If thou knowest. Or who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? When the morning stars sang together, and the sons of God shouted for joy, he's simply demanding an audience from Job. Say, where, if you've got an understanding, where were you when the morning stars sang together? And all the sons of God shouted for joy. And Brother Branham says, the oldest religion is the shouting religion. Amen. 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 Somewhere in the realm of eternity, you were shouted for joy. Amen. Amen. This is scripture confuses a lot of theologians because they cannot understand how can you have the sons of God that could be there before there is the earth. How could you have morning stars? Who are these morning stars? They speak about angels, but your prophet says, you and I are the ones that shouted for joy. Hallelujah. Even this, this, this gospel, this realm, that this verse speaks about, Satan does not know about it. This is before Satan came into being. Actually, this verse, it's it's even before God became God. When he was Elohim, you you and I... No, no, if you believed God from this verse, there's nothing that will change you from believing God here. Yeah, in Africans we can say on scum fanfare from the back part of the mind of God. Let's bow our heads. Gracious Heavenly Father, we appreciate your grace this morning. Dear God, just reading this verse on its own, it moves something inside of us. Just to look at the verse and see ourselves in this verse. It is amazing what you have done, dear God. And this morning, we have come here so that, so that we can fellowship around the weight. Help us, dear God. We want to tap into that supernatural inspiration that can bring supernatural results. Be merciful this morning for all that are here. In Jesus Christ's name we ask. Amen. Amen. As you take your seats. Won't be long. But it will cover everything. Amen. Now, maybe just to give a background, 
to what we've just read about the book Job did not have this Bible. Hallelujah. He didn't read about the Israelites moving out of Egypt. He, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't have this, what you are having today. Brother Brenham says Job's Bible was the Zodiac. He would look there in the Zodiac. Your Zodiac speaks about the Leo, the Cancer, and all these things. And look at the positions of the heavenly bodies and get a message from there and know what God wanted. Are you still with me? Now, you and I are able to come to this uh, and read here. There's just a feedback here, brothers. Then you and I were able to read from this, but Job did not have this. Amen. Now, we know the life of Job, that Job uh, was a quite wealthy man. God blessed him abundantly, had a lovely kids. Everything was going very well for Job until calamity befell Job. Bad news after bad news were delivered to Job until he realized that I am being too. From where he was sitting, he felt that he was being dealt harshly. And then there were three friends that came to visit Job and when they came to visit Job, they began to speak. One of them was a lady bab. Another one was a, a, a man. Do you remember the Job's friends? Zophar was one of them. So it was three friends that came and said, let's go and visit our brother. Now we are told that as they were approaching where Job was and saw him afar off, they as well could not recognize Job. Job had, had changed from the way they knew him because of the trial that Job had gone through. And these uh, friends, they had a limited uh, understanding of what a trial represents in the life of a believer. They thought that Job is going through a trial because Job was a secret sinner. But they did not know the scripture that says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Hallelujah. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But that is only part one. There is part two. But the Lord God delivereth him from all of them. Hallelujah. I don't, I don't expect just you just to go through a trial. A trial has got to have an end. I say a trial is there for a reason and for a season. Uh, it can never be there when you are born throughout your life. No, 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 no. At some point in time, you must enter the trial. And you must come out of a trial so that you can glorify God about the trial that you have gone through. Are you still with me? How many have been through trials? Hallelujah. And how many came out of the trials? Folks, when you are going through trial, it's the most difficult time. Hallelujah. It is, a, it is where you, even yourself, you begin to doubt who you are. You doubt your experience because you are shaken to the core of your being. Uh, come on, somebody. Yes. Have you ever been in the middle of the night when everybody is fast asleep, but your, wide, your eyes are wide open and you're asking God, why this? Why this experience? Why this trial? 
and you don't even have the energy or the strength to pray. But uh, there comes a time because the scripture says uh, morning uh, weeping is in the evening, but joy comes in the morning. Are you still with me? It can never be the night the whole time. There's got to be a breaking of a new day. There's no winter that lasts forever. There is no night that lasts forever. There must be a breaking of a new day. There must be a spring that comes away. You say, goodness, I never thought the winter will pass by. Are you still with me, folks? We are not, we are, Brother Brum says a human heart was made to be. Hallelujah. If God wants you to be happy, he will, must make resources to make you happy. Are you still with me? Now, Job, after, after yet, uh, because the book of Job, it's like it's a book of poetry. When you read it in the manner that it is written, if you are a, a really lover of literature, how, how it is weighted, it is just a masterpiece. Now, when we come after Job has gone through this trial and that trial, and later there was a, another man who was called uh, Elohu, that came to see Job. And this man, when he came there, he, he found the friend blaming Job. But he wanted to be objective. He didn't want to take sides with Job. He didn't want to take sides with the friend. And he wanted to make Job to understand that God has got the sovereignty to allow us to go through certain experiences for a reason and for our growth. Are you still with me? But while he's there, later God, because there was a time where Job says, I wish I knew where God stayed, so that I can go and knock at his door, so that I can go and face him and we talk as a man would speak to another man, so that I can demand certain answers. Because to Job, he never understood why I've lived a good life, but things are going haywire. Folks who have been where Job was, where you say, goodness, God, you called me into the message. I left the world. I left my friend. Why am I suffering? Uh, have we ever had those questions? Because after I've done what I've done, if you've got power, you could have stopped this and that from happening. Why did you allow so many things? Because the way things have happened in the life of Job, you could have thought maybe God is just folding his arms. Are you still with me? Now, as Job was going through that experience, then God came in the book, in the 30th chapter, where he says, now, Job, I want us to speak. Hallelujah. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Where were you when the morning stars sang? Are you still with me? Now, Brother Brennan, we are still continuing where we left off on Wednesday. Who are you? Hallelujah. Who are you? You can never know who you are unless you know where you come from. And when you know where you come from, then you know who you are, then you know where you're going. A lot of times when you don't know who you are, you can get confused by a lot of things. Are you still with me? Now, Brother Branham says in this message, Fellowship by Redemption, paragraph 90. He says when he speaks about the animal kingdom, he says, you don't see the animal bettering himself. He can't better himself. If he gets any better treatment, it's got to come from some other source. That means a lion has never improved what it eats. 
And if, if a lion eats something better, that means that the help must come from another source. The animals are still exactly the way God left them for many centuries. The only difference is that after the fall, then the lion started going after the animal uh, kingdom to eat. Are you still with me? But we know that in the Garden of Eden, it never ran after the zebra. It's only after the fall that it ran after the zebra. And it has been running after the zebra since that time until now. It has never improved. The animal doesn't drive a car. The way it was found, left, it is still operating in that manner. But as you look at the human being, from a donkey cart to a car, from a car, to an aeroplane, from an aeroplane to a spacecraft. Uh, are you still with me? But the problem says there is a reason why a human being is like. He says he doesn't, he doesn't build himself a better house. Any, an animal doesn't build himself a better house. He doesn't make himself fry his meat where he used to eat it raw. The lion would never say, goodness, I need a spice in my, my food. How it is, it has always been like that, and it will always be like that. It has to be that. He says there is something in him to give him a soul. He is referring to a human being. An animal does not have a soul. So Brother Brahma is telling you that the reason there is an improvement in a human race is because they have souls. And that soul, Brother Brum say, that's what makes a human being to aspire to make himself better, build a better house, do things better. Are you still with me? But it says, but a man has a soul. And therefore, that soul is a part of God. Are you still with me? That, it doesn't say that soul is of God. That soul is a part of God. Hmm? Are you with me? Amen. Amen. And therefore, that soul is a part of God. And even in its fallen state, yet is the most greatest species of all species of the earth, is a man. So that means, even in your fallen state, a lion is not better than you. I'm not talking about in your endemic condition. I'm talking about in your fallen state. A human being is still the greatest species here on earth. Are you, are you still with me? Now he says, and then, and then this, this human being, Remember, without God in a fallen state, he's able to improve himself. He's able to to come up with innovation that is mind-boggling. And folks, if you thought technology, you have seen technology, you haven't seen anything. What What we are about to experience is about to change how we've interacted how we have spoken to each other, how we have interacted with the environment. They speak about the fourth industrial revolution, which is the blurring line between reality 
and technology. I, I saw our president the other time, they, they gathered the people and he was on the podium addressing them. He was there on the podium, but he was not there. It was just his image on the platform addressing them. He was in Pretoria, but his image was on the podium. They had put the stage and his image was there in real time. And he was addressing them there. There's a certain gadget that they use to project that image to be like that. Uh, are you still with me? That, that is the fourth uh, industrial revolution. Uh, they, I think so we knew we were talking about it. In Australia, certain houses, they don't have domestic workers anymore. They just go to the restaurant and press the machine that moves around the house and cleans the house. Are you with me? In certain environment, Brother Chiti, we will find that it's a robot. It's busy welding. I saw another robot who was building a house. Are you with me? That is where we are getting into. The blaring line between the fourth dimension and reality. And I was saying, goodness, if there is a blaring line between the fourth dimension and reality, God help us. That there must be a blaring line between the seventh dimension and where we are. If if science can achieve what it is achieving, folks, we are not going to fold our arms. Brother Brenham says the achievement of science, it parallels the achievement of the church. If they go to a space, we go beyond the space. If they come up with robots that can speak to them, a man is far away, but his image can address you in real time. It's about time our theophanies address us in real time. Because every time Satan does something, God does something first, but because a believer doesn't know, he thinks that is the devil doing it first, but actually Satan is always a copycat. Are you still with me? Now, now, that's what a man can achieve in a fallen state. Then it says, then get him, this man, then get him in connection with his maker. He becomes a superman. Folks, there is a, today you have come to church. Not that we make you a better member. Not that we make you Uh, somebody that can recite the scriptures and the quotations. The end game, you must become a superman. Are are you still with me? Super, it means you must go beyond the realms of humanity and the realms of normality. That means when we say you are a superman or a superwoman, that means you do extraordinary things. You've got extraordinary thoughts. You've got an extraordinary life. Your life is characterized by exploits. This is a time for the manifestation of the sons of God. It's not just a time where we preach the gospel, but it's a time where what the gospel spoke about must come to the manifestation. The world has listened to many sermons. They are tired of sermons. They wanted the sermon to become a reality. 
churches are full this morning, but there is some drunkard that went into the church. He's busy struggling what they are talking about because there is a disconnect from what they are talking about and what is the reality. So I'm saying we are here to bring the word of God to reality in the eyes of this world. Therefore, you cannot settle being ordinary. We need to move beyond being ordinary. Are you still with me? Do you know what a superman is? Young ones, they will tell you about that cartoon. Where he had a jacket. That he would just open it and from there, what he would do? He would fly. Isn't you? When you will open the jacket of the supernatural body. And you will fly and not be... Satan is a copycat. Am I speaking to super race this morning? Am I speaking to superman and superwoman? Super, it means you are extraordinary. Extraordinary over your environment. A child of God must never be subject to the environment. You must control your environment. You must command your environment. Are you still with me? And actually, when you go and read about Job, you get a sense that God became somewhat irritated with Job. That Job, you are, you are here drowning in self-pity. Then he says, Job, I want to speak to you as a man. Stand up so that I can address you as a man. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? God was not being spiteful to Job. He wanted to provoke a certain memory. He wanted to realize to say, Job, you are not, your origin is not the ash heap. You, your origin is not the body that is being subjected to this disease. Where were you? Because Job, what Job could not answer then, I can answer this morning. Where were you when I laid to the foundation? This morning we can say, by grace. By grace, God, I was there. Were you there? When the morning stars sang and the sons of God shouted for Job, where were you, Job? Job could not answer. This morning, because we have had a prophet that took us at the back part of the mind of God. This morning, by grace, we can say, God, oh, my memory did not, this memory, this brain cannot remember. But my theophany remembers. Hallelujah. When you were Elohim, before the moons, before the stars, I was there. Folks, before church organizations, we were there. Before theology, we were there. In the mind of God. And that great being began to speak and say, let us, let us. Who was us? It was us as a family. The collective attributes of God. God was addressing us in him. Let us make man in our own image after our own likeness. Hallelujah. You and I were there because the mind I have shown you, the mind is not the brain. The mind is higher than the brain. When the brain goes into the grave, the mind moves on. Let the mind that was in Christ, not the brain. Let the mind... Hallelujah. The, the mind is not a bunch of cells. It's not a bunch of neurons to the mind. The brain is a bunch of nerves. But the mind is higher. A scientist can never ever study the mind. They can study the brain, but the mind is a mystery. Hallelujah. 
And this morning, I don't say you were in the brain. God does not have a brain. God is a spirit. But God has a mind. And this mind, this mind of God, it is a place. It is a locality that can only be, the children of God can be traced back to. Let's put it this way. Brother Bram say, thoughts of God are real. He comes and says, thoughts of God are living beings. When God thinketh it, then it lives. And not only for a season, it's an eternal thought. And God thought of you. Then you lived. Where? In the mind of God. Not in a brain. The mind of God is a dimension. I say the mind of God is a dimension. And you and I were there, we say, let us make men in our own image after our own likeness. And from there, we saw in that, in that collective thoughts or attribute, we saw one attribute dropping down. And it took a spirit form. And you and I were there watching. Hallelujah. And actually before then, he created angels. And we were there watching at the corner of our eye and said, there are the angels. Then as, they, as soon as they were created, they began to worship and say, holy, holy, holy unto the Lord. Amen. Then we saw him moving from Elohim. He became a God because something was worshiping him. But before something could worship him, he was not a God. He was Elohim. But when angels came and said, holy, holy unto the Lord, then he became God. And if you have never seen that status change, I tell you, there is no way that you can return back there. There are people that saw him moving from Elohim to a God because of the existence of angels. Hallelujah. Then he said, let us make man in our own image after our own likeness. Another thought dropped it down. Then it was a spirit man moving around the garden of Eden, but he could not touch the environment because he was without five senses. Then we saw the same God going down and picking up the dust and he formed man. And that formation rose up like a stature. Then we saw God breathing into that formation. And from that time, man became a living soul. What happened there? The spirit man took residency in a natural man. The creation took took residency in the formation. Then man became a living soul. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about what we are reading. I'm telling about what we saw. Hallelujah. And as it unfolds, later on, we see that another animal that looked like a man, that spoke like a man. But before that animal, that animal was an innocent animal. But we saw another animal that fell out of heaven, that was kicked out of heaven. When he was kicked out, we were there in attendance. And we saw him being kicked out by Michael. Hallelujah. And we knew our brother was down there. Glory to God. And after he took residency in that animal, he caused our brother to fall. And we're sitting there. We gasped. And because we wondered, what is happening? Can God allow? But later we realized this is a great drama. There are certain attributes that have got to be expressed. So, folks, I'm not talking about a sermon. I'm talking about things that we witness. 
We saw our brother taking a decision and say, my wife has sinned against God, but I'm going to be part of his sin. We saw him being chased out of the Garden of Eden, and we saw our brother walking out hand in hand with his own wife, with blood dripping over their bodies. Hallelujah. We saw God prophesy that one day I will restore. I will put an enmity between the woman's seed and the serpent's seed. We saw all of great men coming. We saw Abraham coming, but he was not perfect. We saw Moses coming, but he was not perfect. We saw all the generation coming until finally unto us a child was born. Until finally unto us a son was given. He was none other than the Elohim, Emmanuel, God with us. He rose in stature. He pleased to me. Hallelujah. He went all the way to Golgotha and died on Golgotha. Glory to God. And when he died that day, these things were seen them in the mind of God before they became a reality. Serpent said, Brother Bram said, when the sons of God shouted for joy, he said it was exactly at that moment when the lamb was laid in the mind of God. I'm not talking about Calvary here. No, there is no earth, but already we are witnessing Calvary. Hallelujah. And right there, he rose within 72 hours. Glory to God. We saw the church ages coming up. We saw the deception of the church. Glory to God. Then we saw the restoration in the end time. An eagle ministry coming to restore and claim everything that he died for. Hallelujah. Then when we came naturally, we were already playing a script that has already been played out. Hallelujah. This movie, we have seen it before. Yes, we knew there will be cancer, but we saw a remedy for cancer. We knew that there will be trouble, but we saw a remedy for a trouble. Where were you when the sons of God shouted for joy? Where were you when David was not even there? Where were you when he was still Elohim in his original form? This morning I have an answer. I was not in this body. This body comes from the dust. But before the dust, before the earth, I was there in the mind of God, rejoicing, glorifying God. Hallelujah. I'm not a worshiper because of what happened here. I'm a worshiper based on what happened today. And if, the, if God found me there, he's not going to lose me here. Folks, we are not the products of a denomination. We are not a product of a child. We are the product of the mind of God. Before the beginning, I was there. Before Genesis chapter 1, I was there. Before John chapter 1, in the beginning was the way. Before that beginning, I was there. Hallelujah. When it was still the fountain of life, I was there. Satan, I'm not your peer. Satan, I'm not your equal. Before you came, hundreds of billions of years ago, I was there in the mind of God. Hallelujah. The problem, the problem, you are playing hide and seek with Satan. Folks, there are times as you grow, somebody can go to call, call you and say, let's play hide and seek. You just say, I've outgrown those games. I am not your peer. Find your peers. And Satan must know you are not his peer. Hallelujah. You are not, cre- you are not created, actually. You rotated out of God. 
That means you are a part of God. Folks, do you understand to be a part of God? Do you understand to be a part of God? Your prophet comes in the end time. He says, men and women, it's about time we found out who we are. He says, we're not just downtrodden people. He says, the deity is no longer in heaven. The deity is no longer in heaven. The deity is right in the heart of the believers this morning. Which deity? The deity that brought the universe into existence. Hallelujah. The same creative power that brought the universe into existence is in those people that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God is in you this morning. The deity is not there. It's here. We don't say our father in heaven. We say our father thou art in us. Hallelujah. The father is not there. The father is here. Oh, you've been with me for this long. You don't know me, Philip. If you have seen me, you have seen the father. But today it is you. Telling the world, have I been with you for this long? If you have seen me, you have seen the father. My father and I are one. Glory be to God. This, this is beyond religion. This is beyond theology. This is beyond denomination. This is the expression of the mind of God in the end time. I'm preaching to supermen. I'm preaching to superwomen. Men and women that have got a creative power. Men of men and women that understand the language of say, let there be. And they wait upon their statement. And say, at the right time, the spoken word shall become a manifested way. Hallelujah. Because they were there when he said, let there be the sun. I don't know how long it took, but they knew it took longer, but finally it materialized. In the end time, God raised a man in the woods and he said, you need the squirrels. I'm not going to create them for you. Because now we speak about a delegated authority. A delegated authority. Genesis 1, it was me. But today, it can't be me. When you say to this mountain, when you say to this mountain, when you say to this mountain, be moved and believe it in your heart, it shall be so. William Branham stood there and said, let there be a square from the mouth of a man that was born by sex desire. Who by the grace of God became a superman. Because he was connected back to the maker. A squirrel materialized. And this morning, this ministry is for us all. As William Branham had the creative power. This morning, sons and daughters of God. Wherever they are, they have a creative power. Oh, come on folks, you know what I'm talking about. If if certain things are dead in your life. Speak and say, let there be life. Let there be life. And wait upon it. Because we don't only want the spoken way. But we want the manifested way. The way that can live. Are you still with me? Me, I'm bought by someone's. No, I want someone to become a reality. I want what is being preached to become a reality. 
I want the believers to come back next Sunday and say, from that sermon. Hallelujah. Here is Brother Francisco. was sitting there. We were preaching. And I said, if you are sitting next to the brother, say to that brother, I'm ordained by the scripture to give you your heart's desire. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Immediately after the service, he got a call. Bring your CV. On Sunday afternoon, when the offices are closed, but somebody's getting a call. And Monday morning, he said, I have started at the way. What happened? That job, that job did not come from the South African economy. It came from the heavenly economy. And who, who gave the brother the job? It was not God. I say it was not God. It was a brother or a sister mandated by the scriptures and say, my brother, whatever you need, I, I, I give it to you in the name of Jesus Christ. A brother giving another brother a job. Hallelujah. And this morning I can repeat once again, whatever you need, we are available to grant it to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Folks, we are the superman. We are the superwoman. We've got the creative power. Anything that you need this morning, this church can give it to you. Because whatever we bind here is bound there. Whatever we set free here is set free here. Right now, if there is anything that troubled you, for many years, I don't care. But in the name of Jesus Christ, as the army of God, as the anointed people, as the revealed people in the end time, we come against that condition and we bind that demon in the name of Jesus Christ. And heaven, heaven will follow suit. It's about time we know who we are. For this money, this money, this money, this is, this is not like a church down the street. Are you still with me? This is not like another minister behind the, the pulpit who's busy demanding money from the people. No! If, who's got more authority? Who's got more authority? An angel in heaven or an angel behind the pulpit? I'm standing behind the pulpit. As an angel of God. Come on now. Come on now. Satan hates it when I say that. Because he wants me to doubt myself. I say I'm standing behind the pulpit. As an angel to this church. Mandated by the spoken way. And I have more authority behind the pulpit than an angel from heaven. And right now. Right now, allow me to use my my jurisdiction, to use my authority given by God. And I say right now, I don't care what is there. Every demon that is in the building right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke, I rebuke, I rebuke, I rebuke that demon. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are free right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are free right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, Satan, 
get your hands off God's people. They are not your property. They are God's property. How many believe that? How many believe that? You have cried for so many years. You have cried for so many years. But the ministry is going higher. Let's stop, let's stop crying. It's time because life is in the top. Death is in the top. Right now, we kill everything that is not according to the scripture. In the name of Jesus Christ. And we give life to whatever needs life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, you say, Brother Mary, I suffered so many years. I don't care. Son of man, can these bones live again? Can these bones live again? Yes, sir. Prophesy. And right now, I'm prophesying. We are bringing life to dead areas in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? This is not just a religion. This is not just a doctrine. It is the word of God. Backed up by the pillar of fire. Glory be to God. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? You are not going to suffer anymore. We are breaking the cycle. We are breaking the cycle. Generational curses are bound. In the name of Jesus Christ. Family spirits are bound. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You need a job this morning. Don't look at the parliament. Don't look at the politics. There is Elijah. Because when people receive the gift of God, it becomes a golden era. I'm declaring a golden era. Whatever you need to receive it. In the name of Jesus Christ. It's beyond the bank. It's come from the almighty God. Superman. Superwoman. Hallelujah. A generation of Abraham. Calling things that are not there as though they are there. Hallelujah. I believe it. I believe it, folks. Chains are being broken this morning. People are being released this morning. Not by a gimmick. By the word of God. By the word of God. Tell Satan, I am not your peer. I am not your peer. You can say it, I am not your peer. I was there. Before you were created. Before God was God. I was there. Say Satan, get by the wayside. I am moving forward. You can never stop me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Who are you this morning? Who are you this morning? God in human flesh. Elohim in human flesh. The last sign that Sodom and Gomorrah saw, it was God in flesh. The last sign that this generation will see, it's God in flesh. Which flesh? Not this flesh. This flesh. This flesh. Now, in this Abrahamic age. Brother Bram say, if the church can know who she is, 
she will rise like an invincible army. Invincible army. Uh, this morning, folks, we have power. Not just power, authority. We can exercise it and speak to elements and things will happen. Do you now know who you are? Walk out of this church this morning as a superwoman. As a superman. Because you are connected back to the maker. Jesus with the mind of God. He knew who he was. And this morning let the mind that was in Christ be in you. Jesus never found any situation greater than him. He moved demons like moving with a small finger. You must do exactly the same thing. Say, this demon is troubling my child in the name of Jesus Christ. Some demons, they don't qualify a bigger finger. They need to be moved like a small finger. Move out of my sight, you Satan. Let my child come and serve God. This morning, folks, you are free. Superman, superwoman. God is doing great things amongst you. Stay with him. Paradoxes are going to happen in your midst. Keep on believing God. Don't doubt him at all. God bless you, Rachel. We can never be defeated. When you know who you are, there is power. This morning you can tell Satan, before this problem, I was there. Before this disease, I was there. Before this evil boss, I was there. Before this bad family, I was there. Anything came after. But you were there before it came. And now you are reconnected back to your maker. Superman. Superwoman. Because the deity is now in you. Let's sing. We are standing. Victory as we proclaim it. Over everyone that is here. Here we stand, we proclaim victory in this
all over the place. Lord Jesus. 
the Lord. Is the baby in the building? Is the baby here? Yes. He gave me a call. I was at a memorial service in Soweto. He actually texted me because I was in the service and said the baby is struggling to breathe. I gave him a call and he said, Look, it's, it's quite a struggle and it has been a struggle for quite some time. We are rushing the baby to the hospital. And I prayed a prayer because I came out there, gave me a call, prayed a prayer. I said, God, we need the baby to be in church on Sunday. We don't care. We don't know what the devil wants to do in between now and Sunday. But the baby, we want the baby in church on Sunday. And I gave him a call. I said, the baby will be with us on Sunday. And the baby is here with us. Don't, don't be afraid of a whirlwind. The devil is a master of whirlwinds. There is nothing in the whirlwind. If you just stay, take your position and stand, the whirlwind will pass. In the cross, in the cross. As we are going to wrap up in prayer, Brother Grace will come and wrap up in prayer for us. Amen. Yeah. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus.
Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, our God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, this morning for your presence in our midst. God, we thank you for everything, Lord, that you keep on doing for us. Father, we've come together in this place to worship you. We've done that, O oh God. When your time came, Father, where you came and spoke to us, speaking to each and every one of us, Lord, addressing needs. So together as one, we want to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for the healing, Lord. God, you're still in the healing business. Yes. We don't care about what the devil brings. For we know, Lord Jesus, we can identify ourselves. Knowing who we are, Lord, is victory. We thank you, Jesus, even for the try. God, we're not asking you to stop the tries, Lord. We just believe that in the trial, you're right there with us, oh God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's why we're bringing testimonies. That's why we're coming with thanksgiving. To show the devil that, oh Lord, doesn't matter how many times he comes, we're still going to be the winners. Because you said in you, we're more than conquerors. Thank you for all the promises, Lord. As we just sang, saying we depend upon, oh Lord, we depend upon you, Jesus. Father, you said it's finished. Lord, the work on Calvary was done. Father, when you said finish, it means finish, oh Father. We're not going to add something else. We're not going to look for something else, oh God. Because as humankind, looking for something, we end up finding it, oh Father. You said it's done, and then it's done, Lord. God, done with the sickness. Done with all the problems. Oh Father, done with all the stuff from the devil Satan. We're more than conquerors in you, Jesus. We thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for delivering us from all those kind of spirits, oh God. Spirit of lies, spirit of fornication, adultery. All of those, oh Father, you've delivered us, oh God. Father, we thank you for all of that, oh Jesus. We're standing here, Lord. As the pastor just said, oh Father, once we've been down there, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh God, we never born perfect. We came in this world speaking lies. We grew up, Lord, going through a lot, oh Jesus. We just want to thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace, oh God. There's nothing else we can give you in return, Lord, except our own lives. Praying that you come and fill our souls with your spirit. The baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's what we need, Lord. Each and every one of us, oh God. For without this, oh God, there's no rapture. Forgive us, Lord. If we failed you many a times, we ask you to forgive us. Not our Father in heaven, but you, our Father in us. Oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. We pray now that you bless your servant, Lord, that you used for us this morning. 
which was gone out of him, O oh Father. May you come and restore, O oh God. You keep him strong for us, O oh God. Bless him and bless his family. We pray for each and every member of this place, O oh God. Bless this church, O oh Father. Keep us together, Lord, with love. Praying for one another, God. Everything we need is right in us. Oh, Father, we thank you for your presence. Jehovah Rapha. You healing us, oh God. Going to bed and sleeping. Waking up in the morning is not an habit, Father. We know that while we are asleep, the devil is busy doing things. We don't want to know what he does at night. For we sleep like babies. The angel of the Lord. Look after us, oh Father. Oh Lord, we thank you, Jesus. Now that we want to leave and go to our respective places. I pray that the same anointing. Same presence, oh Father. May you please come with us, oh Lord. Father, keep us safe. Keep us earthy, Lord. As we're going to start the week, oh God, going to work, school, and different places where we've got traps every day, Lord. But we're standing here, Father, saying we're always victors, oh God, more than conquerors. Not because we've got the power, but it's your power, Father, Lord, that have given us authority upon every spirit. May you keep us together. May you bless us until we meet again, Lord. Them that have got problems, I believe that no one will leave this place as they came in. We came with trouble and problems. We all sorted in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, as I commit everything to you, Lord. Bless us until we meet again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you till we see you on Wednesday, 6 o'clock. God bless you richly. Have a blessed week. Amen. Amen. Can you just give us a song and then till we meet? Amen.
Oh, my. 